0: Uh, It has been a long time since I've made a podcast, so yeah, I I think it's been like two months, so um, yeah, work's been brutal, you know, it's one of those things that uh, no matter what you do, you can tire yourself out by, you know, trying to do 15 things at once, and it's one of those things like for the last two months that... You know, Where you try to go to bed and you read a couple of pages in a book And then about two or three pages later you're just conked out um, So that's the level I've been at for the last two months So please excuse my hiatus uh, But we are back and this episode is dedicated to what I like to call a jazz treasure hunt And um, since the pandemic began two years ago uh, a little about, well, actually about two and a half years ago, uh, one of the things that I've been trying to do is square away some of my, since I, I had a little bit more time at home uh, in front of the screen, you know, especially at the beginning of the lockdown, um, trying to locate and narrowly find some of what I like to call my jazz treasure hunt CDs. And, um,. Many of them I've had downloaded, but it's. I'm one of those old school cats. I like to actually read the liner notes and things like that. Um, so I was able to find uh, a decent many. Some of them I paid a pretty price for, but most of them uh, I got at a killer steal of a deal uh, in various locations and in various ways, whether it's like online auctions or retail stores, etc. So. Uh, I'm going to share 25 uh, tracks with you of 25 albums that I have been blessed and fortunate uh, to be able to find. And I really love these uh, jazz cats, and I hope you do too. So stick around. Let's get to some jazz treasure hunt music. Enjoy.
1: and so dekimasu koto taihen omoimasu. Right now, we'd like to play one of our pretty tunes for the beautiful ladies of Tokyo. This song is called Butterfly. Ooh.
2: Right Here's where we have another report shot on the stratosphere. We got a mess of talent lined up that'll square the squares. Pull up your socks, Jacksons, and jump into this. Shake hands with Esquire's Gold Award winner for this year on alto saxophone, Benny Carter. Thanks, Ernie, but right now I want you to meet somebody. Okay, Benny, who is it? It's this year's downbeat pole winner on alto saxophone. His name is Charlie Parker. Yo! Welcome, Charlie. What's your story? Well, Ernie, I want you to meet one of the nation's all-time greats on alto saxophone. He's downbeat Willa. His name is Willie Smith. Oh, Willie Smith! Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Willie and Charlie, now I know what's going on. Yes. You do, Ernie? Yes, sirree. Here we have the greatest alto men in music today. That means a bit of jamming the likes of which have never been heard before, or even previously. All right, gents, catch this. Willie Smith, you lead off this mess. Benny Carter on deck, Charlie Parker in the hole. Buddy Rich on drums and the ever-loving King Gold Trio backing up in the background. Every man for himself. No hose board. A jazz free for all that's free for all of you. It's a great Jubilee first. Go in swinging men. Go in. <laughs> It, gentlemen, that really did it.
0: All right. So that was the great warhorse of jazz standards, Cherokee. Uh, very synonymous with a lot of great beboppers, such as Clifford Brown uh, and also the great Charlie Parker. And uh, you heard from the MC there, uh, Ernie Bubbles Whitman. I guess because he's so bubbly. In his personality. Um, He is the MC there. Uh, We heard a trio. Of alto saxophonists. Charlie Parker. The bird himself. The great Benny Carter. And Willie Smith. Now let me. Go ahead and clarify. Willie Smith. For those of you who may not know. It is a very common name. Uh, It is not the guy who. Slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Um, That's a different. That's Will Smith. Uh, Willie Smith is not Willie the Lion Smith, for those of you in the jazz know-how, the great Harlem Stride piano player, hence the nickname The Lion. Um, Willie Smith is an alto saxophone player that had great um, fame and fortune by playing as a big band sideman, actually, who had a very small career uh, doing some smaller group combo stuff. Willie Smith uh, is famous for playing in the Harry James uh, band. In fact, there's a whole Columbia jazz uh, collection CD uh, entitled, like, Snooty Fruity, which is the, all the uh, Willie Smith sides with Harry James. Um, <clears throat> he's kind of like one of those guys like uh, Scoops Carey. You know, nobody you know really talks about uh, Scoops Carey or, you know, Willie Smith, but they are great saxophone players. So, um, every once in a while you'll hear a name thrown out like that from, uh, interview with somebody like Lee Konitz, you know, uh, but anyway, he was a great, um, alto player with tremendous facility and range, and he is the third alto on this date. Now, backing them up is the Nat King Cold Trio, which you heard, um, uh, Ernie, Ernie Bubbles Whitman say, which is the great Nat King Cole on piano. No vocals whatsoever. But he was a hell of a piano player. And that's worth noting. Oscar Moore is on the guitar. Johnny Miller is on the bass. And the one and only Buddy Rich himself on the drums. So you've got the Nat King Cole trio, Buddy Rich on drums, Charlie Parker alto sax, Willie Smith alto sax, and the great Benny on alto sax as well. Before that... Oh, how how did I forget to mention that? It comes off of the album, the two-CD set, Bird in L.A., which was some uh, unearthed tapes found uh, by the Verve Company and released on two CDs, including um, (laughs) tapes of a famous... Ninth, or infamous, rather, 1952 naked party at the art at the Altadena Ranch of the artist, Jere Zorthian, or Zorthian. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but um, yeah, it's a fantastic two CD set. Uh, a lot of live stuff, uh, stuff from Shelley Bergs, radio stuff. It it's yeah, it's just fantastic. So, Bird in L.A. Uh, before that, we heard Butterfly by the one and only Herbie Hancock and this album is live in Japan with his Headhunters group from 1975 recorded uh, at uh, Shibuya Kukaito and Nakano Sun Plaza in Tokyo Uh, yeah just killer stuff it's got Actual Proof, Spankily, Watermelon Man, Chameleon A 20 minute version of Hang Up Your Hang Ups It's it's fantastic Um, And I've been on the hunt for this album The Herbie Hancock Flood album For a long time So yeah Uh, And of course it features Blackbird McKnight on guitar Bill Summers on percussion Mike Clark with that awesome Funky drum beat on drums um, Paul Jackson on the bass Benny Maupin on the tenor sax, soprano sax, bass, clarinet, flute, and percussion, and on all of the synthesizers and keys, the one and only Herbie Hancock. Yeah, absolutely love this. This is one of those just very hard to find, but so groovy, uh, Columbia rare things from the 70s. Just got to love it. All right, before that... We heard a tune called Blue Genius. If you heard that um, really cool, mellow blues in the middle of the set there, that tune is called Blue Genius. And it comes from the two-CD set, which was so hard to find. It took me like six months to really locate one down um, with both of them. Uh, It's from the album Soul Brothers and Soul Meeting, two-CD set uh, from Atlantic Jazz, featuring the great... Bags himself, Milt Jackson, with the pianist and saxophonist on on these albums as well, the great Ray Charles. That's right, the same Ray Charles that sang George On My Mind, etc., 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 etc. Yeah, killer stuff. But the backing band is just as good. So besides Bags himself, Mr. Milt Jackson on the vibraphone, and Ray Charles on the piano, you have Kenny Burrell. On the guitar, Percy Heath from the Modern Jazz Quartet, that Mel Jackson was a part of as well, on the bass, and my man, A.T. Art Taylor, on the drums. Can't go wrong with that setup. Mm -mm -mm. But the whole album, well, both CDs actually, are just full of those kind of just like what I like to call after-hours blues. I mean, it's just mellow, it's groovy, it's deep. It's just sultry. Got to love those kind of blues albums, you know? All right. Uh, The second song that we heard in that set was Bimsha Swing from the Great Thelonious Sphere, Monk. And, uh, yeah, I kind of lucked into this one. This is a two-CD set of The Great Thelonious Monk, uh, again, um, on Columbia Records, Monk in Tokyo. So that's two. Tokyo live tracks in the same set. What do you think about that? Uh, it comes from disc one out of the two-disc set. Um, Bemsha Swing with the Thelonious Monk Quartet featuring Frankie Dunlop on the drums, Butch Warren on the bass, Charlie Rouse on the tenor saxophone, and Thelonious Monk on the piano. Recorded live May 21st, 1963 at Sankai Hall in Tokyo. Yes, yes, yes. And then we started off with um a standard one of my favorite standards all the things you are and if that um, trumpet sounded slightly familiar to you you might not be wrong because that was the great Roy Eldridge from his that's right little jazz himself from his Verve album from 1960 swinging on the town and um... Yeah, just a whole just swath of standards on here. All the Things You Are, which we heard to start off the set. Misty, uh, Honeysuckle Rose, But Not For Me, Easy Living, When I Grow Too Old to Dream, Sweet Sue, The Way You Look Tonight, And I Got a Crush on You. There's just so many great songs on here. And um, the backing band is Edward Locke, Ed Locke on the drums, Benny Moten on the bass. Not that Benny Moten. That would be with an I-E. This is with a Y. Benny with a Y. Uh, Ronnie Ball on the piano. And, of course, Roy Eldridge on the trumpet. Killer stuff. I just love some Roy Eldridge playing some standards. So uh, I hope you dug it, too. Uh, Like I said, those are the first five albums out of 25 that I'm going to be playing for you. Um, So remember, you can check out album art, the track. And the correct spelling for each of these artists on our website. So you don't have to jot all these down or try to type them in your phone and wear out your thumbs. Uh you can go and visit our website at Dr. Jazz Podcast. That's D R J A Z Z wordpress.com And you can also click contact there and we would love to hear from you. Uh for those of you who have tried to contact me, uh saying that you appreciate the show. I I think there's one cat out there from Italy. Um, Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Um, Yeah, and and I appreciate all the well wishes that I've gotten from folks. Wanting to know when's the next podcast. Well, (laughs) when I can get around to it, I promise. If I could, if I were just retired and there was this constant flow of money coming in uh, for me to enjoy my coffee and my jazz CDs and not have to worry about mortgage payments or anything like that believe me i would make a podcast every day so yeah you know somebody out there work on that that'd be great anyway um yeah so we got lots more to come so if you click that contact uh, i'd love to hear from you and i will write you back i promise uh might not be right away but i will write you back so uh thank you so much for listening enough talking from me let's get to the next set of music here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast, treasure hunt jazz.
3: Choperito, llévame donde está ella Choperito, choperito, llévame donde está ella Choperito, choperito, llévame donde está ella Te pago la gasolina, si tú me la encuentras ella Choperito, choperito, llévame donde está ella
0: gorgeous gorgeous beautifully lyric and melodic that is a tune called Haitian uh h-a-e-s-h-e-n s-c-h-e-n and man what uh, what a song uh, I love that little melody it's just simple and beautiful um that is the great Lee Morgan Uh, and it comes from his Blue Note album, which I was so, so lucky to find, uh, from the Connoisseur, Connoisseur series, uh, on Blue Note, and it's an album called Teru. And it was recorded February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day, 1968. Um, yeah, this whole album is just fantastic, but Lee Morgan actually wrote that tune. That's the cool thing, which is so different than... The, you know, groovy boogaloo kind of things like the rump roller and the sidewinder and all those things. You know, th- this is a really beautiful tune. And the backing band is just unbelievable. Uh, Billy Higgins on drums. Airman man Higgins. Uh, the great Reggie Workman on the bass. John Hicks on piano. The great George Benson on guitar. The one and only Benny Maupin, who we heard from earlier with Herbie Hancock's group. Uh, here he is on Blue Note on tenor sax. And, of course, the great Lee Morgan on trumpet. Yeah, I, I I do love me some Blue Note records. It's just some of those titles are just so hard to find, and Lee Morgan is is, is one of those. So I was very fortunate in order to find this one. So, yeah. Uh, before that, we heard from... The Lounge Lizards, and their beautiful deconstruction of the Thelonious Monk composition, Epistrophe. Yeah, it com it comes off of their self entitled album, The Lounge Lizards. Um, uh, really incredible stuff. Yeah, I just man, yeah. I, I, some of this stuff you, 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 some of you are probably gonna go like, what the hell is that? I don't know. I have very varied tastes so uh the lounge lizards is none other than anton fear on the drums the great Arto Lindsay on guitar steve piccolo on the bass evan lurie on the keyboards and the great saxophonist john lurie before he decided to go f- fishing uh or create uh you know netflix specials or whatever uh yeah you really heard some great stuff and i i, I just love the lounge Lizards, anyway, but this is a really incredible album. This is their first self entitled album. Uh, yeah, love it, love it, love it. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big uh, John Lurie fan and a big Art of Lindsay fan too. So, uh, yeah, I came into the Lounge Lizards through the Zorn world, and it's just, I don't know, I love them. They're just different. Um, yeah, all right, so before that, in the middle of the set. We heard "Don't Smoke in Bed," and um, that was by the great Jack Teagarden, <clears throat> and it comes from his 1962 Verve album "Think Well of Me." Now, some of you who may be in the know-how about jazz music and jazz history and players, etc., might sit there, and be you might be scratching your head, going, Oh no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." In Jack Teagarden, that Dixieland trombone player that plays all that, you know, trad jazz stuff or whatever with Louis Armstrong, uh, yeah, he's that guy too. But by 1962, uh, it was recorded in January of 1962, by the way. And, um, this really, uh, is like a, a string group and, um, And it's arranged, all of it, the whole album, and it's conducted by the great Klaus Ogerman, who you may know uh, from some of his albums uh, with Joe Beam or Michael Brecker. And, um, yeah, it's, man, it's just, yeah. And Russ Case is one of the conductors, as is Bob Brookmeyer, the great valve trombonist. Um, I'm looking at the back of this here. Art Davis is on bass, Arthur Davis. Barry Galbraith is on guitar. Uh, Bernie Lighton is on piano and celeste. Uh, Don Goldie is on trumpet. But Jack Teagarden here, the, the focus is not on this particular track, not which is a fantastic arrangement, by the way. I love the haunting, ghostly, banshee like strings going on, you know. But the focus is not on the trombone so much of Jack Teagarden as it is on his vocals. And, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Southern boy myself, so it's okay. You know? Um, but I don't know. There's just something cozy down home, warm about Jack Teagarden's vocals. It's, it's the delivery is slightly lazy. Um, but I don't know. I find it very comforting. So, Hopefully you did too, you know, and kudos to Jack Teagarden. He he is very underrated as a vocalist and I love his vocals. So there you go. Don't smoke in bed from an album I've been hunting for for probably 15 years. Think well of me on Verve Records. Man. Yeah, I love it. All right. Before that, we heard uh the tune compadres yes compadres from the 1982 album touchstone by the great chick korea now there are six tracks on this cd and i've been hunting this for probably i don't know eight years and i finally found it um at a really decent price uh on this album of six tracks there is a mishmash of different amalgamations of, of jazz superstars uh, Alex Acuna, Don Elias, Al Vizzuti who I had actually had the pleasure to meet once uh, Lenny White Paco de Lucia, Steve Kujala uh, Laudir de Oliveira Gail Moran Al Demiola, Stanley Clark, Carlos Benevent and Lee Konitz in addition to the great Chick Corea so every song has got a different kind of mishmash of of who's who, but the tune that we heard, Compadres, features none other than the quartet of Return to Forever. Lenny White on drums, Stanley Clark on bass, Al Di Miola on electric guitar, and the great Chick Corea on synthesizers and keyboards. Yes, and what makes that uh, really special is that, once again, this is 1982. So this is after they kind of broke up and kind of reunited, I think, for one live concert. And then they broke up again, and I think they recorded this one track, Compadres, which is killer. It's just it's a really killer track. And then they weren't ever to be reunited until, I believe, 2004 four or five something like that uh yeah and I was lucky enough to see them the four of them that's before you know there was the falling out with Al Demiola, and then you know of course they brought in like you know Frank Gambale and uh you know Jean-Luc Ponty, and all that so yeah but no I got to see the uh, original four right there together you know what I mean so, anyway, I, I've been hunting for that album for a long time, Touchstone by Chick Corea. If you've never heard it, the whole album is fantastic. I highly, highly recommend it. And then we started off the set with a what may be a rarity, uh, but it's still it was an album that's super hard to find. And I was very lucky uh, to track that one down. It's none other than the percussionist Sabu, who has recorded a couple of things with R. Blakey and Horace Silver. And, uh, but Blue Note in 1957 decided to give him his own record, uh, called Palo Congo, uh, in which we get to hear Sabu on congas, bongos, vocals, the great guitarist Arsenio Rodriguez on conga, guitar, and vocal, uh, Cesar Chavieso on congas and vocals, um, Kike Travieso on Congas, Mosquito Romero, Ray Romero on Congas, Evaristo Barro on the bass, Willie Capo on the vocals, and Sarah Barro on the vocals. And we heard the Ignacio Rios tune, Chosarito Plena. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I'll absolutely love this sort of thing. You know what I mean? And... I really developed a love of this uh, kind of music through Mark Rebo, the great guitar player. I love, love, love Mark Rebo. And um, he had a group called uh, Los Cosmanos Postizos, uh, also known as the Prosthetic Cubans. Uh, but they would play uh, songs by, uh, in, like, actually, I think there was an exact cover of Plana. Uh, Plena. Uh, but not only that, they would, do, they would cover songs by uh, Arsenio Rodriguez, No Mayores Mas, and um, songs like that, and it's just, uh, I love it. I love, love, love it. Um, "Baila, baila, baile. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I developed a love for that music through Mark Rebo's group, and then, you know, I'm like, well, where did that come from? You know, you got to ask yourself these kind of questions, right? So where did that come from? And then it led me to... Uh, Arsenio Rodriguez And that sort of thing And Sabu So uh, it was a lot easier to find an Arsenio Rodriguez CD than it was a Sabu thing, I think because Sabu is on Blue Note Records And I think that a lot of Blue Note completists uh, Probably snatched a lot of those up back in the day So it's even harder to find those now But I'm very fortunate and blessed that I did find one And I have been enjoying the hell out of it So. Um, yeah, so Sabu, Palo Congo, Touchstone by Chick Corea, Think Well of Me by Jack Teagarden, The Lounge Lizard, self-entitled album, and Lee Morgan's Teru. That's a hell of a five pairing right there. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed it. It's going to be different. It's going to be wild and varied. So <laughs> don't go anywhere. We've got some interesting stuff in this next set. You're listening to Treasure Hunt Jazz on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Bye.
4: of the start of the cynical You want to put down some body And I'm here to make sure it's clinical Let's strike while the iron is hot I'm burning to be better for it There's so much that we can destroy Who cares if we can't then restore it? Let's get cynical Why fight the feeling? Breathe deep the intoxicant air Together we'll push back the ceiling We'll go where the others don't dare I don't
1: care
4: It's like living with ants in your anus Like refusing to swallow your phlegm Tonight we'll let nothing restrain us Let's feel free to do unto them Let's strike while the iron is hot I'm burning to be better for it There's so much that we can destroy Who cares if we can't then restore it? Let's get cynical Why fight the feeling? Breathe deep the intoxicant air Together we'll push back the ceiling We'll go where the others don't dare. I don't care. It's like popping of pimples and fingers. A sensation too sweet to avoid. But it changes the length that it lingers. Leaves you sorry for what you enjoy. Paranoid. Let's strike while the iron is hot. I'm burning to be better for it. There's so much that we can destroy Who cares if we can then restore it? Let's get cynical Wipe fight the feeling Breathe deep the intoxicant air Together we'll push back the ceiling We'll go where the others don't dare I don't care
0: Yes. All right. That was a long one, but it was a good one. That was Momart, the leading track off of the Prestige album by the great Dexter Gordon, The Tower of Power. And we heard um, Dexter Gordon alongside another great tenor saxophonist, James Moody. Uh, Barry Harris, the great Barry Harris uh, on the piano. By the way, um, Adam Manis and uh, Peter Martin have some great Barry Harris instructional things. I mean, I'm a saxophone player, and I found it intriguing and interesting uh, enough that it's worth the view. You should really check out Open Studio Jazz uh, on YouTube and on their own website and uh, their podcast. They've got a lot of great Barry Harris Things going on there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Barry Harris is on piano, Buster Williams is on bass, and the great Albert Tootie Heath is on the drums. And I love that beat that he gives, you know, going into Dexter's solo. Just. And Groove, and what's cool about this album, this is the reason it's taken me a long time to try to search this album out, The Tower of Power, is that it's uh, I, it's a continuation album. It, it's really like a twofer. It's kind of like the Beatles Revolver and Rubber Soul are kind of like the same session or whatever. They should have been like a, a double album or whatever. Well, this album, The Tower of Power, uh, should have been a double album alongside... Um, this other album called More Power, and it has uh, the exact same setup James Moody, Barry Harris, Buster Williams, Tootie Heath. But they're playing like uh, Sticky Wicket, and Boston Bernie, and Fried Bananas, and Ladybird, you know, all these great tunes. And I was young and stupid. Yeah, well, not completely stupid, but I was young and stupid, and, um, I happened upon that album. You know, I'd read about the name Dexter Gordon. So it was my very first foray into the music of Dexter Gordon. And I fell in love with fried bananas to this day. That is one of the tunes I still warm up on whenever I put together my saxophone. Cause I love just the way it lays on a saxophone. And, um, yeah. So then I read like, there was another session that was made that day. Or, you know, or that, that, that two-day span, April 2nd, April 4th, 1969, and I'm like, oh, i got to find it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Not for, like, without paying, like, you know, $80 or something like that for a CD, which is just absolutely ridiculous. So it took me a while to actually find it, uh, but I did find it, and it's got Those Were the Days, Stanley the Steamer, Rainbow People, and Mamart, And I'm in love with this album. I just love Dexter Gordon. I'm a huge long tall dexter fan so yeah uh anyway and i'm happy to share it with you so it's a groovy track hopefully you dig it um before that man have i been after this album for a while um mellow madness by the great quincy jones uh let's dissect it a minute then i'll 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 tell my little story about it uh from 1975 uh a&m records mellow madness uh Good God, just a who's who on this album. Uh, It features Paulette McWilliams on the lead vocal. It was uh, co-written by Quincy Jones and a couple other cats. But listen to this band. Uh, The guitar players on this entire album, Wawa Watson, George Johnson, Toots Tillmans, Bennis Budimir. On the bass, Louis Johnson, Chuck Rainey, and Max Bennett. All the way back to West Coast jazz over there. Bethlehem Records. Max Bennett, yeah. Keyboardists, Don Grusin, Dave Grusin, Jerry Peters, Quincy Jones, and Mike Melvoin. Yeah. Trumpet players, Bill Lamb, Chuck Finley, Tom Baller, and Quincy Jones. Trombones, George Bohannon, and Frank Rosalino. That's right, Frank Rosalino. Saxophonists, Jerome Richardson, sahib shihab you would have to go back all the way to like Thelonious Monk Blue Note the genius of modern music sahib shihab and the Cleveland saxophone you know native Ernie Krivda is on this album as well so right now my brother Keith is like going whoa <laughs> that's right brother Keith you heard it here first flute Hubert Laws Bass harmonica, believe it or not. Tommy Morgan. Drums. Harvey Mason and Grady Tate. Congas and percussion. Ralph McDonald. And then the background vocals. Tom Baller. Paulette McWilliams. Jim Gilstrap. Joe Green. Jesse Kirkland. Myrna Matthews. Carolyn Willis. Leon Ware. Quincy Jones. And the one and only... Minnie Riperton. Yeah. Loving you. Yeah. What a who's who. Right? Right. So, Mellow That song, I know, it kind of sounds like, what? (laughs) I don't know. To me, it's like slow jam, smooth R&B meets Pink Floyd. Like, breathe, like, dark side of the moon meets some kind of, like, 70s, like i don't know it's like mellow steely dan thing going on yeah i said it anyway i don't know it, it's like this weird musical baby but to me it, it's sentimental and let me explain why i've been after that album for man i guess 30 years no not quite 30 years but at least 25 because you got to understand, when I was growing up, uh, you know the the jazz bug bit me early. You know, I was in seventh grade when I decided that I was going to dedicate my life to jazz music. Um, you know, most people, whenever you, you hear a seventh grader say like, "Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to do something in jazz music," you roll your eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, ask, tell me again tomorrow what you're going to do. It'll be something different, right? No, but not every kid's that way. Um, I was obsessed absolutely obsessed and uh in north alabama we only had uh one jazz radio station and it wasn't even jazz all the time um it was jazz late at night and early in the mornings you know what i mean and uh that was wjab 90.7 no 90.9 that's what it was 90.9 anyway um so every night at 11 o'clock Don't ask me why I'm still up, probably doing homework, but still. I would catch their program, which was called Mellow Madness Till Midnight. And that was their theme song. It took me forever to figure out what that theme song, who it was by. Because I would have never guessed Quincy Jones, but it's Quincy. Because when in doubt, Quincy. And yeah, so... I, I don't know, I guess about 25 years ago, I finally figured out, like, hey, that's Quincy Jones' song, Mellow Madness, and that's why they're calling it Mellow Madness Till Midnight. So, okay, fast forward to the summertime. You know, you could stay up later in the summertime. Well, we, me and my brother used to throw open the garage, and we, you know, we had a fridge in the garage and a stereo in the garage. So we would crank, yeah, I'm sure the neighbors in the little cul-de-sac we lived in loved it. We would crank, like, mellow jazz <laughs> you know, from the radio station up and about ten thirty at night we would start playing basketball like you know one-on-one or whatever in the driveway in the front yard and so uh and we kept our gatorade in the fridge but the, the thing is is that we, they would play stuff like miles davis from like the dubop album and from tutu and they play like the crusaders like street life you know with uh you know Randy Crawford and, and and Joe Sample and all them cats, and that's that, that's the kind of style they were doing. They were doing Fred Wesley and you know some groovy stuff, but it was also mellow stuff. And I don't know. I was I, I've just been trying to like finally track down that album. And when you try to go look for Quincy Jones's Mellow Madness on CD, there's some exorbitant prices out there, like three hundred dollars, one hundred eighty dollars for one CD, and you're like, no, no i'm not made of that kind of money so anyway i was lucky enough that i found it uh for about 20 bucks so that's about my limit and um i was very 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 grateful i felt like i finally found one of my holy grails uh that i've been searching for for a very 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 long time and because it is sentimental and um yeah Uh, And I'm a huge fan of Quincy. If you don't believe me, go back and look through the podcast archives. There's a whole episode dedicated to, you know, how quantum Quincy is. So, and check that out. So, yeah. All right. Moving on. That's my story behind that. Before that, uh, we heard, let's get cynical. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Steve Beresford uh, on piano and vocals. And uh, (laughs) Steve Beresford is quite a conundrum. And uh, the lyrics are by Andrew Brenner. It comes from Steve Beresford's album, Signals for Tea, uh, which I believe my buddy Rob Alley actually, uh, he he hit me to this album, as well as to the music of John Zorn, who is featured on this track. Uh, In fact, on the whole album, it's John Zorn, Dave Douglas, Greg Cohen, who were three-fourths of the Masada Quartet, the original Masada Quartet, and Kenny Wallison on drums, who is now the current drummer for the new Masada Quartet with Julian Lage. And um yeah man, it's just it, it, it it's it's funny because it's like zorn right up front with his little squeal, and then it's like this almost lounge piano thing with like little horn hits. And then you get to hear like Zorn and, and Dave Douglas going like, I don't care. I don't care. You know, <laughs> <Like it's so laughs> I don't know. It's very comical to me. So anyway, this is a fantastic little album. Um, very tongue in cheek uh, songs. Rent Unremarkable. Um, good Morning, Let's Get Cynical, Signals for Tea. Yeah, it, it's just a bunch of great, great songs. Um, yeah, and, and I had it downloaded, but I, I, I just wanted this, this actual album because it's so just full of humor and I, and I love it. So Signals for T, great, great find. Uh, I've probably been out a- after this album for, oh God, 12 years or so. Yeah. So Steve Beresford, great, great album. All right. Before that, The Great Fats Navarro with Shabero from The Fabulous Fats Navarro Volume 2 on Blue Note Records. Yeah. Fats Navarro on the trumpet, Alan Eager on the tennis sax, Wardell Gray on the tennis sax, Tad Dameron Uh, on piano. Curly Russell on the bass, Kenny Clark on the drums. Chano Pozo on the bongos. Now, if you're not familiar with Chano Pozo, that is the guy that Dizzy brought in from Cuba to play congas and and, and all that and, and mixing the whole Afro-Cuban thing with uh, bebop, the Cuba movement, if you will. Yeah, Manteca, Tintindeo, all of those songs like that. That was from the collaboration between Diz and Chano Pozo. So, uh, yeah, Cubano B, Cubano Bop. that's Chano Pozo. Um, yeah, so that's just a really cool thing. And it's I've been after those those Blue Note records of, of Fast Navarro for for a while. The only downside to that um, is I ordered you know this volume two, uh, The Fabulous Fast Navarro, and it came in the mail, and I was so thrilled, and I opened it up, and everything's great. The CD's there, no scratches, you know what I mean? The back art is there, but it's missing the front artwork. So, kind of a bummer there, but it's still great music. If anybody has a extra, Volume 2, uh, Fabulous Fats Navarro, Blue Note Records uh, album art, and you'd like to part with it, email me, and I'll, I will make sure that uh, I find you. Uh, Yeah, so once again, Um, in order to do that, you can do that from our website, which is Dr. Jazz Podcast, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. And you can find out all of our information per track on that website. Uh, And then we opened up the set with In the Year of the Dragon. Beautifully heavy tune, um, heavy emotional tune, not like heavy, heavy in your face tune. Um, from one of the most, I mean, just, they share the same, uh, empathetic, that's the word I was thinking, the most empathetic trio, one of the, one of the best empathetic trios I've ever heard, and that is the Paul Motion Trio, uh, Paul Motion on drums, Bill Frisell on guitar, and the great, great Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, so, yeah, I mean, man, just gorgeous music and of course it's an original composition of Paul Motions so yeah and if nobody's seen that um, documentary uh, Motion in Motion one with an A one with an O uh, it's well worth uh, a viewing it's an incredible documentary on Paul Motion and um, yeah yeah we miss him I I know I I miss Paul Motion you know the (laughs) world needs more Paul Motion right now than ever So, but yeah, I've been after that album, man, probably 10 years. Yeah. Paul Motion on ECM Records. It should have happened a long time ago. Um, Yeah. Man, just great stuff. The the whole album is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and I looked into that one um, on my birthday uh, last year. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, thanks for hearing me rant about a bunch of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to check out the website with all that information. we got two more sets coming at you, so don't go anywhere. Lots of musical surprises coming your way. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Alright, so that's a tune called Treyf, Uh by the one and only, the inimitable Jamie Saft. Yeah. <clears throat> um, man, yeah, I, I'm super lucky to find this. Um, it's an album called Breadcrumb Sins uh, from Jamie Saft off the Zodic label. And uh, from 2002. Yeah. I've been probably after this album for 20 years. 20 years I've been after this CD. Uh, of course, Jamie Saft on the piano, organ, synthesizers, guitars, bass, drums, electronics, steel guitars, doombeck, saz, dubs, turntables, percussion, and vocals. Uh, somebody just known as Anthony is on the vocals. Rick. Quinones on vocals and guitar, Vanessa Saft, Jamie's wife, on vocals, Chris Kelly on guitar solos and dubs, Rob Haggis on the percussion, and on the turntables, Mr. Dorgon. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Saft is just, he's like, I don't know how to put it, he's kind of like this master collage artist. It's like he can he can just put weird stuff together and and think of the perfect thing to like sample and then what to play on top of that and what to mix it with you know it's like a, a master chef, so I have nothing but wild and mad respect for Jamie Saft, um, yeah, so there you have it, just killer stuff. Um, before that, the one and only Eddie Henderson, uh with a tune called Sunburst off of his Blue Note album by the exact same name. Yeah. Just a killer album. I mean, yeah, they made this out. Al- they, they put it out on CD in 2002, and I was lucky enough to find it from Amoeba uh, Records for seven ninety nine, and it's, it's part of that same uh, Blue Note album uh, rare groove series not the connoisseur series but the rare groove series and um eddie henderson man he's just he's a force he really is and and i just love the the kind of the 70s trippiness of this whole album uh it features eddie henderson on trumpet flugelhorn and cornet again for the third time in this podcast i swear i did not mean to make this happen but it just happened this way benny maupin on saxello, tenor sax, and bass clarinet. So we heard Benny Maupin with Herbie, we heard Benny Maupin with Lee Morgan, and now Benny Maupin with Eddie Henderson. We're bopping with Maupin. There you go. Um, Julian Priester on the trombone and the post horn. By the way, if those names sound familiar, you're right. All three of them, along with Buster Williams, who is also on bass on a track on this album. We're all part of the Mwandishi band with Herbie Hancock. Yes, yes, yes. Um, George Duke is on Electric Piano Clavinet and Synthesizer on this album. Bobby Hutcherson uh, plays marimba on a track. Uh, Alfonso Johnson is the main bass player on this album. And Harvey Mason and Billy Hart. That's right, Jabali Billy Hart. He's also another member of Mondishi. Is on drums. Yes, yes. I don't know. I just love Eddie Henderson's sound on the trumpet, man. All right. Before that, <clears throat> we heard uh, a very hard-to-find album on the OJC Original Jazz Classics uh, series. We heard "Rojo," which means means red, of course, uh, in Spanish, by the Great Red Garland, featuring. Ray Barreto, the great Congero himself, Charlie Persep on the drums, George Joyner on the bass, Red Garland on piano, and of course Ray Barreto on the congas, recorded 1958, Rojo. I don't know, I, 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 I'm trying to find a bunch of these Red Garland CDs, like um, Red and Bluesville, Rojo, uh, yeah, you know, it's a blue world, and it's so hard to find. You know, they've got them for like 30 and 50 bucks, and it's like, why? So, now, right before that, we heard Papa was a rascal. And there's a story behind this. So, this is none other than James Carroll Booker III, better known as James Booker, New Orleans jazz pianist. Um,. Papa Was a Rascal from the Live at Montreux, the James Booker session from the Blues series. I've been after this album for at least 15 years. 15 years I've been after this CD. And I have never been able to find it anywhere under three digits. Three figures. Three So, $100 or more. In some cases, I've seen it for multiple hundred dollars. So, the fact that I actually was able to find this for two digits, two figures, uh, and not that high, two figures, uh, I took it and ran with it. So, yeah. And uh, what's really funny is that I just had a, a buddy of mine over... To, to check out some New Orleans music and he's a big James Booker fan as well and then within that week I found this CD and I told him I said you must be my my, my James Booker good luck charm because I actually found that thing after 15 years so very 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 happy with that um, and a very unexpected place I found what we started off the set with which was Next Dub in Jerusalem and it is by David Gould, who has uh, three um, kind of dub albums on John Zorn's Zodic label. <clears throat> but this one is the hardest to find, and it's from an album called "Dub of the Passover," because it features the the mixing and mastering skills of the great Bill Laswell. Um, so. From what I understand, Bill Laswell took a bunch of tunes from David Goulds and he remastered them, remixed them, mas- put him, his own spin on it that only Bill Aswell can do, and the result was some crazy magic, and um, yeah, man, it, it's just, I love that kind of dub thing, you know, with a whole uh kind of klezmer music yiddish music behind it and so you've got all these crazy things all mixed together and i just love it so yeah it's got this huge lion on the front and i don't know david gould in and bill Laswell's hands is is just miraculous it's just the completest in me i've only been after that those three albums oh i don't know Maybe ten years, but uh, I, I lucked into the first one. I found the second one with relative ease, and then I was wanting that third one, and it probably took me about ten years, eight years, maybe, uh, to find this third one. But I was super glad I did, and at not a bad price. It was less than twenty bucks, so I was very, very, very happy to complete David Gould's Zodic contribution. You know, which I'd love to see a new album by David Gould on Zodic, by the way. I think the world could use a little bit more of that right now. So, uh, yeah. So once again, if you want to find the names of all these tracks and the album artists as well as the album art in the order in which you we we play them, uh, look no further than our website, which is Doctor Jazz Podcast, D R J A Z Z Podcast com, and we would love to hear from you if you've got uh, you know anything to say. Uh, thank you uh, for those of you who have left a review on, like, Apple Podcasts. Remember, you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, all that good stuff. Uh, for those of you who did take the time to write a review on Apple Podcasts, just check that uh, before we got on here to record this episode. And to the reviewer who left a very beautiful, heartfelt review in Spanish and Espanol, um, muchas gracias. So, uh, yes. Thank you so much. It always helps uh, to hear good, positive reviews. So I appreciate you taking the time to to fill that out and write your 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 feelings. You know about what you feel about the podcast. Uh, we welcome anybody else to do the same. So enough talking for me. Let us get to our last set of music. There's some grooviness. There's some beautiful moments and. There's some poignant moments all in this next set. So please don't go anywhere. We got one last set for you. Thank you so much for listening and making it this far and listening to the Treasure Hunt Jazz edition of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. (laughs)
5: little bit little little bit 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 little we have been 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 we But if isn't, the woman is <laughs> I'm gonna wait for a puffin' let 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 the water little deeper. Let 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 let
6: Never had a chance to grow, never had a chance to grow And now it's winter, winter in America Nobody knows what to say, save your soul Lord knows from winter in America The Constitution, a noble piece of paper With free society, struggle, but they died in vain And now democracy is ragtime on the corner Hoping for some rain That look like either hoping Hoping for some rain Amen. And I see the robbers Perched in barren treetops They're watching last ditch races Marching across the floor But just like the peace hand That vanished in our dreams had a chance to grow home. Never had a chance to grow home. And now it's winter. It's winter in America. And all of the hills. trade yeah but the people know the people know it's winter lord knows it's winter in america and ain't nobody fighting cause nobody knows what to say save your soul knows what to say And ain't nobody fighting Cause nobody knows, nobody knows
0: All right. So that last track was a tune called The Right W R I G H T The Right Groove. And it was by none other than the Dave Brubeck Quartet from their album The Dave Brubeck Quartet in Europe Live in Copenhagen, March 5th, 1958. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, featured, of course, Joe Morello on the drums, Dave Brubeck on the piano, Paul Desmond on the alto saxophone, and a, a huge feature for bassist Eugene Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta love it. Uh, before that, uh, we heard Winter in America by the one and only Gil Scott-Heron and brian jackson from their album midnight band the first minute of a new day and i've been after this album for well over 10 years and uh i absolutely love this album so yeah if you haven't checked that album out check you out some some gill scott uh before that we heard whirlybird Bird with a vocal the vocal version featuring uh vocalist artist John Hendrix with the Count Basie Orchestra from the Roulette uh jazz album Basie at Birdland recorded live at the Jazz Corner of the World. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's uh Neil hefty's composition whirlybird Bird. Uh before that, we heard Whims of Chambers. And if there's whims of Chambers, there's probably Paul nearby. And believe me, there was. Jimmy Cobb on drums, Paul Chambers on the bass, Wenton Kelly on piano, Conti Candoli on the trumpet, and the one and only Art Pepper on alto and tenor sax on this album. It is the Contemporary re- Records OJC uh, jazz CD, Art Pepper getting together with the All-Star Rhythm section from Miles Davis' band, plus Conti Candoli on the trumpet recorded february 1960 yeah this is one of the few that i was missing there's a, a, a gaping hole in my art pepper collection and then we started off the set I with don sebesky's giant box featuring the song vocalese uh written by rachmaninoff and um like featuring paul desmond again so a paul desmond double feature bookend on the set on alto sax Milt Jackson on the vibraphone Bob James on the piano Ron Carter on the bass and Jack dejanet on drums yeah this is a who's who album Don Sebesky Giant Box on the CTI li- label and RIP to Creed Taylor um, who really made that happen made it a double album so um, been on the look for that for easily 20 years um, thank you guys so much for listening uh, we are nothing without you um, and the famous words of Duke Ellington uh, you're so very wonderful, so very gracious and we do love you madly until next time ashes to ashes dust to dust y'all be good now because in jazz we trust